Welcome, and thank you for listening to the 9-7 Podcast, where we talk about our journey from 9-7 to now. We are your hosts, Richard and Mary Robinson. Though we aren't relationship experts, we've learned a lot along the way since 9-7. Hey, hey, everybody. Well, hello, everyone. How you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm well. I'm well. Good. Back in the saddle, recording another episode. Yep. And what's our topic for today? Well, it's end of March, and almost exactly a year ago, couple couple days shy, but almost exactly one year ago, this Rona start lingering in these streets. Rona in these streets. <laughs> so we've um been isolating ourselves for an entire year mm-hmm. i mean the whole world has right yeah i mean some some of us a little more than others yeah yeah but i mean officially the world is yeah in a pandemic and been in isolation for the last 365 yeah. 370 ish days, days at this point okay yeah so i figured we could talk about that so um, how, how are you feeling about it all? Oh, it's been tough. Yeah? Super tough. I feel like you're being, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. <laughs> if, if the word's not tough, <laughs> I have no idea what you, what you speak of. I feel like you are being, uh. Tough. <laughs> I'm being tough. Because it was tough. It was a grueling scenario. No, no. Um, seriously, sarcastic. That's the word. Oh, sarcastic. That's what you was waiting. <laughs> Your brain was loading on that. That oh, one. Man. Um. Yeah, it's. I think it's been one of those things where it actually has been tough, but not for the reasons that I think for everyone it's been tough, but not for the reasons that they anticipated when somebody first told them they were going into lockdown. Yeah. I think all the things that people worried about were the least of their worries. Like, if you were fortunate enough to not lose your job, mm-hmm. how would you work in this new scenario was a fly-by-night situation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It didn't take, for the people who could still work, it didn't take companies months and years yeah. to suddenly institute the technology that they claimed that they couldn't institute before right. so people could work from home. Yeah. Um, for the people who unfortunately lost their jobs, that became the tough for them. So I think at first. Yeah, yeah. So I think for a lot of people, or maybe even ongoing, right? Because the and those are the people I really, you know, spill my heart out for because being hourly, having your hours cut, then for your hours to go away. And then the roller coaster ride for the stimulus and rent. And then, well, it, it was a lot like back when it first started. Because remember, there was a lot of false hope, false narratives mm-hmm. being spewed out mm-hmm. where it was, oh, by Memorial Day, we'll yeah. be back to normal. Mm-hmm. Then it was by Fourth of July. And mm-hmm. it just kept getting pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed. And it was leaving a lot of people with that false hope. This false hope. Yeah, that's what I mean. That roller coaster yeah. ride of. 
Oh, it's going, nope, it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's going, nope, it didn't happen. You know, that or constant. it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse. Mm-hmm. So, and, and those people really, you know, I really feel sorry for in the way of, not sorry like boo-hoo sorry, but I have a lot of empathy for them because a lot of our family members yeah. are people who work hourly wages. And who were affected in that way. Yeah, exactly. And, and it's one of those things where it's a really tough scenario because you watch your hours get cut. Then you're furloughed or whatever, but then that roller coaster ride, like you were speaking of, for whether you're going to get support from the government and things like that. Yeah. But then you still have rent coming, you still have a light bill coming, mm-hmm. and it's like, you and know, then there was just all the uncertainty into it too. Like, I mean, I felt really, really blessed to be able to help out some folk. Mm-hmm. Like, because remember when it first kind of like it went from business as usual to everything shut down Mm -hmm. you know it was like snap a finger Mm -hmm. type thing Mm -hmm. and so don't don't reference thanos in this oh god please (laughs) um so it was one of those things where it was like oh no the only thing that you can do is order stuff Mm -hmm. and we have you know older parents who don't really get down like that Mm -hmm. so the fact that you know we could order we could order for them and even Mm -hmm. you know some family members like we said that had been affected you know, by the pandemic in the way of they lost their jobs, at least for temporary time period. That, But that's hard. That's, you know? real, that's real hard. You know, and, and just being able to help that, I felt like that was okay. Yeah. I think... A, a blessing. I think, uh, you know, that's what made... I think that's what made it tough. In the unexpected ways. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then and then I think the other thing that made it tough, uh, I think regardless of who you are, and that, that includes us, is 24 hours, seven days a week with anybody under any circumstance is taxing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't care what scenario you're in. You know what I'm saying? And I think... If nothing gave you a better appreciation for stay-at-home moms, mm-hmm. this this should. You know what I'm saying? And understanding that being a stay-at-home mom is not, oh, she's sitting watching Young and the Restless all day. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because being with family that long, some people couldn't do it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's not that it's... It's not that they get on your nerves. It's just that I can't think of two people that can be around each other 24-7, 365, and not hit points of contention. Yeah. And then you throw into that the disruption of everything. Because not only are you, you know, yes, not, not the not only part, but pairing in to that the the reason why you're having to do that mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so it's like yes i'm with you 24 7 365 essentially mm-hmm. and the reason why is because i literally can't go anywhere mm-hmm. i can't even go buy groceries at the grocery store mm-hmm. i can't go and see a friend. I can't go and see anybody, anyone that isn't in my house right now. Mm-hmm. 
You know, so you have that. And then you pair that with, I can't and I'm concerned. Yeah. Because is everybody being as, you know, is everyone adhering to the guidelines the way that we are? Mm Mm-hmm. You know, or and, is everyone just adhering to the guidelines? Right. And if they aren't, now I'm concerned. Why are you going to? Because remember, we would call our parents, not mm-hmm. my mom. My mom has been great as far as you know, staying isolated in her home. Mm-hmm. But like, we would call your mom or call your dad and be like, "What are you doing? Oh, I just left the grocery store. It's, what? Why? <laughs> to get one item? Why did you do that? Mm-hmm. You know, and it was like nerve wracking for us because we're like, we just want y'all to be safe, man. We don't know enough Mm -hmm. at this point for y'all to still be. And yes, I understand you have essentials that you need, but we also just shipped you a bunch of stuff. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But but and I think that's where that's where the toughness comes in. Right. Because I think that's the thing that like can't is a really hard thing for Americans Uh, in general. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Shouldn't. Maybe not the best idea. You got to deal with the consequences. We're fine with those things. But when you say can't. A lot of folk lose it. It really goes. It goes really deep for people when you tell them they can't do something. And I think the other thing, too, was not only. I mean, the other thing was the uncertainty of exactly how deadly the virus was. Right. Or is. Right. Like, I don't think anybody's really put their thumb on. You know, the exact the exact symptoms. Right. It's always like a range of things, and if you see some of these things, it could be it. You know what right. I'm saying? But some of them could be a head cold. Right. You know, heaven forbid you get a a normal yearly chest cold or something yeah. like that, and your fever spikes a little bit. I you remember know like the week the week that they kind of shut everything down. The girls were still in um, dance. And I remember um, one of our daughter's dance instructor emailed all the parents and said that, you know, they she would be rescheduling class. And so we were all kind of like, oh, man, and we hope she's okay. And so um, I had a question for her, or either she had a question for me. I can't remember what the situation was, but there was an email correspondence that I had with her. And in the email, knowing that she had said she wasn't feeling well, she had to reschedule class, I just put in there, and I hope you're feeling better. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I'm doing great, thank God. Even a sinus infection right now is the scariest thing on the planet because the symptoms are similar, and I just didn't know. And no, and nobody knew, and knew at that point. And all she had was a sinus, inf- yeah. sinus infection, yeah. which she did also say that she has at that, about that time of the year. It's a yearly Every thing. year. Mm-hmm. But because, yes, that coincided, but because it coincided, mm-hmm. <laughs> she's like, oh my gosh, I can't smell anything. I'm, I have all these same symptoms, but hers was literally just the same sinus infection that she's had yearly mm-hmm. for however many years. Yep. You know, so to your point, it's like when you have so many symptoms. Mm-hmm. And unknown unknowns that could possibly. Mm-hmm. I mean, even me, I would. We would go for a walk because at that point we are, you know, well, not yet. We hadn't started going for Mm-mm. daily walks yet, but we would go sit on the porch. Mm-hmm. And you know, certain times of year, allergies. Mm-hmm. And I would come in the house, and if I wake up the next day and my throat itchy and I'm sneezing, I'm like, oh my gosh, we aren't even going anywhere. But the people who brought my groceries to the door, did they give me the Rona? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it's. 
that level of uncertainty. Like you, we are literally doing the most that we could do as far as trying to keep us and our kids and each other safe. And even still, we're like, but what if the person who touched this box before I touched it had corona and now I'm touching the box? I mean, it was even so bad to where we were spraying every box that came to the door mm-hmm. with Lysol. Because thankfully, and well, not really thankfully, but last January, oh, you yeah. and all the kids had gotten some kind of crud. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to get it. So I had bought all this Lysol. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Probably like five cans of Lysol um, just to have because I was spraying it a lot because I was like, whatever y'all got, I don't want it. Mm-hmm. And I never did get anything. Mm Y'all all, you know, recovered in about a week or so. Mm -hmm. But because of that, I had like this little supply of Lysol. And so when packages would come, man, I was spraying all that stuff all. And we would go and pick up groceries when we could because, you know, things got real tight at the grocery store as far as like even getting a pickup time to go and get groceries because we had been doing grocery pickups for like three years. Mm-hmm. So it was like nothing new for me because once I realized it was a thing that existed, I was like, oh, this is it right here <laughs> with three kids trying to go to the grocery store is another whole challenge. Mm-hmm. But we had always been doing that. So I was used to just being able to pick whatever time I wanted and head on down, get my groceries and come on back home, unload them. But just getting a time slot became like, you know... A feat. Uh, yeah, try, like I'm trying to buy the new J's when they drop or something. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, am I going to get it? Am I going to get it? Am I going to get it? It's like the bots are taking up all the spots or something. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm getting the groceries. I'm pulling, you know, they are loading them up. And then I'm pulling over to the side, spraying them with Lysol before I come home. And Yeah, it was crazy. Or oh, it is crazy. Yeah, it's Cause it I, is. Because I, I think that's the thing that makes the year interesting right because you know with the vaccines and all that kind of stuff i think people feel like you know we've i guess turned a corner Mm. or something like that but i think it's one of those things that as it stands right now you know i'm appreciative of the vaccines Mm -hmm. you know and i don't doubt their effectiveness you know what i'm saying um, I just think it's one of those things that it, it, it's been a pandemic and it's been a virus that doesn't seem like it's very well understood. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not, again, I'm not saying that the vaccines don't work or you shouldn't get the vaccine. I'm just saying that the disease itself, I don't know how well we understand it and, and, or the variants. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? To say that we're completely in the clear. Right. I think there's still a, you know, a cautionary flag. Yeah. Even if, even once we hit 100% vaccination in the country and everybody's vaccinated, I think it's one of those things that for the next couple of years, at least for me, this year has made me very more germ aware. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like even, even simple stuff, right? Like. You know, we've talked on the podcast before and and talked about how because of the situation, we haven't been really eating fast food at all. Yeah, yeah, we haven't been eating. That's Mm -hmm. what I'm saying. We haven't been eating fast food. Well, we haven't eaten out. Period. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like 
No restaurants at all. Right. So I don't see that discontinuing. Right. Because um, because of the vaccines. And I'm wondering how many other people following that boat. Just not because, again, not because I don't think the vaccines work or anything like that. But just because now I'm more germ aware. Right. <clears throat> so now I recognize that, you know, it's somebody in the back making the meal and whatever. And whatever I thought previous to this, it's ratcheted up to such a high level now because you, I don't understand exactly the symptoms and the treatment and mm-hmm. things like that for the virus. You know what I'm saying? For that particular virus, not when it's compared to the death tolls that they've been explaining mm-hmm. like on the news. You know what I'm saying? So now it's like, I don't really want to take the risk now right. to go to a restaurant and have somebody prepare a meal. Even though, you know, some of the things we really enjoy at, you know, some of our local restaurants, like any other person yes. in America, right? It's certain dishes that you just like, man, I like that from cheesecake or I like that from Texas Roadhouse or whatever the case may be. But now... Or even like a local food truck. Or, yeah, even like that. Or anything where someone someone other than someone who lives in my house or me prepares it. It's just a weird situation. Like, even Thanksgiving 2021 would be a weird scenario for me. Even if it's the all clear and, you know, we go to someone else's house for thanksgiving dinner i'm going to be it's just going to be an awkward situation right for me um being so hyper aware you know what i'm saying and it's one of those things that you know even down to handshakes and stuff you know people are not going to handshake or fist bump even Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying um so even that that interpersonal communication is going to be affected yeah and we, i mean we've had some awkward moments where people were like you know even while we're walking it <clears throat> excuse me walking the neighborhood or mm-hmm. and people are walking they're like hello and they kind of go in for it and you're like Mm-mm. yeah <laughs> and yeah. then they, they're like oh yeah we really don't do that yeah. anymore or even like when people are talking to you and uh i know i had a, a one situation where somebody was talking to me and every time they took a step forward, I would take, take two steps. Step back, I would yeah. take two steps back. Like I got to keep this like personal space takes on a new yeah. level of importance. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that's some of the that's some of the burning takeaways from from this year. On top of some of the learnings as far as like the stresses and things like that, because I think one of the things that you know I observed you know, via social media and stuff. It's like people complaining about their kids, mm-hmm. which I find strangely amusing. Because I'm yeah. like, because again, it's that appreciation for the stay-at-home mom. Yeah. Like, you with your kids 24 hours, you know, and in this case, you're teaching them and all that kind of stuff. What did you think you would be doing in any other scenario? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, what was the conceptual vision of that ahead of time i mean you as a homeschooling mom what were you, what were your thoughts on some of the stuff you've seen on social media about parents and complaining about their kids and stuff well one of the things that i tried to offer was i kind of knew it was going to be 
to backtrack a little bit, I kind of knew it was going to be a doozy, right? Mm -hmm. Because when it first all happened, again, there was a lot of false hope being put out. So a lot of people thought that it would just be for a brief, a very brief moment. Mm -hmm. Um, And when I realized that it wasn't, I was like, okay. Oh, were you one of those people that thought it was going to be brief? Well, right when it first started, it was like, okay, maybe it isn't um, as bad as what I think it could be, mm-hmm. but that didn't last very long. Oh, okay. It was like very soon that I was like, I don't know. I don't think this thing is going to clear up as quickly as we hope. we're hearing mm-hmm. it could. But um, I just remember feeling like, man, I'm in a unique position because... I kind of have been in this for a minute now, mm-hmm. like as far as homeschooling my kiddos. And we've kind of been isolated even before that because <laughs> of our living, you know, where we are. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? We weren't really close to a bunch of family. So oh, yeah. it was like, you know. In this moment in life. Yeah, yeah. In this stage of life, we're kind of far away from our you know, our core group of people, Mm -hmm. like our people Mm -hmm. are a little bit further away. So we were already kind of isolated in the way of, in that way. Yeah. And, And, you know, we, we've been here, just the five of us, mm -hmm. you know, because even before Corona, you had a lot of days where you could work from home anyway. Mm -hmm. So we kind of were being prepped for that type of living. So what I did was, you know, I was watching the people and they were complaining and some of it was making me giggle because I'm like, this is kind of funny because. Yeah, some of it was just, (laughs) some of it was legit, legit funny and and hilarious. But then at the same time, I was like really empathic because I know it had to be difficult. You Mm -hmm. know, your whole world is literally turned upside down. Yeah. And everything you're used to, everything. all your like, routine. You can't go to soccer. Like mm-hmm. I was really thankful that our dance classes could be online, so that kept some normalcy for the kids. You know, so you know Tuesdays they still had tap, or Wednesdays they still mm-hmm. had ballet. But what I did do was offer like little tips and tricks and things for parents that to watch that yeah. they could. I remember when you were doing. Yeah, that. Yep. just you know a little bit of encouragement. Um, so that, you know, they didn't feel like they were so isolated and alone. And, um, I did get some good feedback after that, yeah. off of that. I mean, you even got invited by a group of parents to give them some homeschooling yeah. tips. That was really, that was fun. That was really interesting. Like, uh, what they call them, a learning pod or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like a they, little, they asked you to come in. Like a little support group of moms. Yeah. That's a learning pod. Right? Yeah. I don't really know. Oh, I thought that's what they were calling. Yeah. But well, that was a great opportunity just yeah. to share and listen to their frustrations and mm-hmm. and give some and i know my hope. situation was a little different than theirs because they still had you know nine to five since they stuff like yeah that. they were still working mm-hmm. and they had guidelines that were given direct directives from their districts that they had to abide by that their kids had to abide by oh. so it was a little different because you know i'm an independent teacher mm-hmm. so i didn't have that type of oversight but they seem to be receptive to a lot of the things that I said. Yeah, it was good. It was good. I mean, usually in those situations, uh, you know, when somebody reaches out, I think it's just the fact that they reached out and you were able to say the things that you said. I think that, you know, 
for everybody who spoke up and said, oh, this helped. For some people, you know, how many times you've been to a talk and you walk away and it's like, ah, that talk was nothing. Mm-hmm. And then two, three weeks later, something else happens and the light bulb turns on. And you're like, oh, man. Oh, I get it. Yeah. And they said this at the talk, too. Mm-hmm. And then that was actually really insightful, you know. So you don't get it all at once. Some, You know, for some people, it takes a little time for them to, you know, digest what you, what you said and yeah. things like that. But as always, the joy is in being able to to share i think and i think that was i was really and and really excited for you and i'm really proud that you went through with it because i think that's a that's in that's important for everybody to be recognized for their for their uh their gifting or the thing that they can give back from an expert level Mm because you are you know a master's level teacher so being able to give that input i think is is good 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 brain exercise thanks boo yeah but then other than that how did you how do you feel now looking back over this year in isolation i mean (laughs) to mimic you earlier when you were it was tough i would say that but non-sarcastically i mean it was tough (laughs) because in some ways it was fantastic because, like you said, we got the opportunity. Well, we were kind of forced into the opportunity to not eat out, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. not eating out caused us to kind of get on this more healthy eating kick, drop a few pounds, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And then triple we, our intake of water. Yeah, mm-hmm. drinking lots of water, super supple skin, you know. Mm-hmm. And then we incorporated our daily walks into that too and... Um, so it's been good on the health front in that way. Um, it's also been nice to, you know, really hang out Mm -hmm. with our core unit, Mm -hmm. you know, just the five of us really hanging out Mm -hmm. and make it a point to do that because the kids don't really, didn't really have an outside outlet. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that's been, been fun. I mean, that's a little bit stressful sometimes because you do a little bit and then they all want to take a mile you know yeah, yeah. like for their kids. we played for two hours but what if we can do no we're done playing for mm-hmm. now now you go play you know so that that's been fun the hard part with the cooking though is that i've been cooking <laughs> yeah you know and i do miss the ability ability to just mm-hmm. not have to cook mm-hmm. i miss being able to enjoy someone else cooking a meal and i just being able to enjoy the meal mm-hmm. and the conversation i mean i mean we did nail it on your birthday though that is the one day yeah you did you one all day did amazing work i did birthday. it i did it 365 days cooking three meals a day seven <laughs> days a week on your birthday you did not have to cook a single I did meal. Not. I told you I should have a birthday once a month. <laughs> <laughs> it should be my birthday Man. at least once a month. The 19th of every the month. The 19th of every month should be my birthday. <laughs> we already have missed one. So yeah. Oops. <laughs> April 19th is on. <laughs> That's hilarious. But um, that was hard. Mm-hmm. And, and it remains to be hard because mm-hmm. lunch, I mean, breakfast is fine because 
years ago I created a menu mm-hmm. and I have not really diverted from that. I mm-hmm. only divert from the menu, the breakfast menu, when someone requests something different, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and dinner, I don't usually mind as much. Mm-mm. But I hate preparing lunch. Like, lunch is like the meal of the day that if my children weren't hungry, I would just be like, I'm going to eat an apple Look, and be done. I, I hate preparing lunch. Like, it's the worst. Ugh. Look, I think it's funny, though, because that's like a familiar thing. Because recently we found out that your brother, <laughs> my brother the one also, right next to me, hates, also lunch, hates too. lunch, too. He's like... <laughs> I love breakfast and I can crush dinner, but sometimes oh, lunch is like the just the worst. Oh. And he was like, "If I miss it, I don't care. I just miss it." <laughs> like what you? you I, that, and I didn't know that about him until he said that. But that was hilarious. That to was me. that had me weak because I was like, "How y'all just connecting on this no no lunch I hate thing?" Lunch, but yeah, but I mean, it's it that has literally been tough for me. Mm-hmm. And then the it's been tough, like, because especially at the beginning and even now sometimes, the uncertainty of it all, like we were saying, before, like I was saying before, like, you know, we know what we're doing to keep ourselves safe and healthy, but there's people that we love that aren't. And some people we don't love, right. just random strangers, just not adhering. just doing whatever they want to do. And it it's it just makes like, it tougher for everyone. It's that's why I hated group projects when I was a kid, man. <laughs> Back to the group projects. I know, and I know I've said this before, but it's like it, it's just ringing true even more as I get older. So, just for anybody who don't know about the group projects, <laughs> go listen to Relinquishing Control. Yeah, man. Um, episode earlier in the season where Mary had her whole dissertation about group projects projects, because (laughs) we're looking you're looking at tv or you're even looking at social media of the people and we don't really follow a lot of randoms we follow people that we've known yeah yeah like granted not all like close close friends but we've We've known these people yeah and we've at least interacted with most of them out doing all kinds of whatever they want and i'm like (laughs) man sit down somewhere it ain't that important sit yourself down that's hilarious. And so that that was hard. Like, it was hard on my mental health because, mm-hmm. you know, you had that. And then we had the fact that we couldn't visit our parents, like, talking about mm-hmm. because we got little kids. If it was, if our kids were all older, it might have been different. It would have been different. Mm-hmm. But when you got kids and you need to stop and go to the bathroom, what yeah. are you going to do? Yeah, that trip is a lot harder. You know, I mean, we did find a, a couple of little tips workarounds. and tricks and workarounds that have you know proven to be effective but when this first started it was like yeah we legit didn't see our people for seven months mm-hmm. i mean granted Easy. we did do like facetime facetime and stuff like that, but things, you're talking about in person in person them. and then when we did see them we literally just saw them like we couldn't interact we couldn't you know hug mm-hmm you know or we chose not to well yeah it's the better yeah description and they chose to respect what we the boundaries that we set yeah and you know wearing masks the whole time we're hanging you know Mm -hmm. we're 10 15 feet away wearing masks and which is which is hard for me um which was one of the things that was difficult to me because you almost got to yell under those masks yeah you gotta talk loud or you're just sounding muffled yeah that, the whole that's, time. That's a tough one, but on the on the on the reverse side of that though, 
for me some of the good things that came out of it and and i think again anybody who was blessed and fortunate and privileged to be at a job where they could work from home Mm -hmm. i think it gave you i know for me to be able to recapture that time yeah because your travel time was nothing immense. to be played with yeah it was immense you the know traffic is terrible yeah and i mean even deeper than that you know uh, because of my job you know we've had i've had trips yeah like international trips yeah, yeah. where i'm not home for a week yeah. sometime too so you know being able to recapture those that time in the way of you're working from home so you're at work and mentally you're at work but you don't have to miss every single moment right you know what i'm saying because there's time between meetings and and this was i had to explain this to another um a colleague of mine Mm -hmm. who was having issue when we had first started going with the work from home and and i might have said this before but i was explaining to them that you know at your job, you're not eight hours, but in seat mm-hmm. doing something. Right. You know, you're doing something, then you get up and you go to a meeting. In between meetings, you're going to the bathroom, you're getting a snack, you're having water cooler talk. Yep. There's a whole lot of interactions that are happening at work that is not just you, but in seat. Mm-hmm. doing whatever your actual mm-hmm. job is you know what I'm saying there's a lot of smaller things that happen around that and i was like so your actual working hours hands on keyboard mm-hmm. getting something done is not eight hours right you know what i'm saying just like kids go to school however many hours a day but actual instructional time is not that full time yep you know what i'm saying and then you know kids don't get nearly that much time in one-on-one time either when you start looking at the fullness of the day Mm -hmm. so then when you get that time and you're working from home it's the same thing yep on your breaks you can talk to your kids you know on your on your way to the bathroom where you go to get a snack which i heard a lot of people say they snack way more (laughs) working from home Cause it don't cost you money. There's no money. It's, There's well, no barrier to, to getting the yeah. snack. <laughs> well, it's almost like a sunk cost, right? I've already spent the yeah. money on this food. It's mine to eat. So it's like you can have these small, inter- these almost micro interactions with your kids all day and your spouse, and it really does. It really does give you a better work life balance, mm-hmm. where you're like, oh, I can wake up extra early bang out a couple of emails Mm -hmm. then when the rest of my job comes online i can sit through a meeting or two then or or a meeting and then just as my kids are finishing up their early morning routine i can go downstairs and maybe not eat breakfast with them but eat some part of breakfast with them talk with them about their night and then head on back up then come back upstairs and keep working so it's one of those things where that was a benefit and i think that that is the same thing with you from a relationship standpoint being able to see you and interact with you throughout the day instead of just in the morning before i go to work and then when i get home you know what i'm saying so that was that was a big benefit and then i think having everything shut down 
gave a lot of people a chance to pause yep, and breathe and introspect, which I don't think we get enough time to do in society because, you know, with people wanting to move out of the city and stuff like that, because when you introspect, you're like, oh, I'm only here for the job or for this or for that. And now all of that's gone. What do I really have? Right. You know what I'm saying? Because they, I saw an article recently where they were saying, you know, rents for storefronts and stuff in Manhattan are the lowest they've been in multiple years. Mm-hmm. You know, because, and and because of that, new types of startups and new people yeah. are having the opportunity to get that premium placement for their startup or their small business and yep. things like that. So that's. That's going to spurn a whole new, you know, level of creativity. That's the other thing that's been great. Yeah, that's what I was going to mention. Like, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Um, societally, there have been, like, a bunch of creative moments. Yeah, yeah. That have come about mm-hmm. um, due to be, the pandemic. Be nice. Yeah, like, be, the be, amazing, be nice. you know, music and... Because music, like we had talked about in one of the episodes, when with within just our relationship, music was a connection for yeah, us. Yeah, and it's still super important. To yeah, us. and so like when I think it was like maybe the fourth or fifth day mm-hmm. when D Nice came on, and that became like a unifier for the country and yeah. the world, even mm-hmm. you know, like oh man, music, you know, Club like we quarantine. still got music. Yeah, you know, it's yep. uh, we can't go to this, we can't go to that. This is closed. This ain't safe. But we still got music. music. And this dude is spinning yep, all night, all day. Yep. And we can just tune in and listen to music. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. clean up, listen to music. Call people. Hey, you listening? Yeah, I'm listening too. Mm-hmm. We grooving together. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like, that was important. Yep. You know, that and then Club even, Quarantine, real. Yeah, Club Quarantine. Versus. I mean, the versus battles, which we still actively watch. I mm. mean... The Wu Tang with um Raekwon. Ghostface and Raekwon. Yep. And we were in here like, yo, it's been a minute. Yep. Let me pull out my Wu Tang catalog. Yep. Hopefully, we, it's still all clean. Look, if you don't know how old we are, <laughs> you know now <laughs> for sure. Yeah, we were yep. Wu Tang fans. Yep. I mean, granted, I was the clean Wu Tang fan, so when. <laughs> Whenever um, I listened to it, it was the clean version. Mm-mm, so sometimes when I, even when I, when we were dating and you would play the non, I'm like, oh my God, that's what they really said. Every Clutch time. the pearls. And I say, they say it every time. <laughs> like, where's the clean version? Mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> but yeah, the versus battle, even like the virtual comedy shows, yep. Keep Your Distance Comedy, yep. Kev Has- on Stage. Hashtag Kevin Stage Yo, Studios. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, Tony Baker and Friends. Tony fantastic. Baker. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, smart, funny, and black in the crib mm-hmm. with Amanda Seals. Like Fans. these are ones that we've supported every single time. Like we've they, not, we've not not supported them. We yeah. bought every Keep Your Distance comedy ticket. Mm-hmm. We bought every Tony Baker and Friends ticket. We bought every Smart, Funny, and Black in, in mm-hmm. the Crib ticket. Mm-hmm. Because we're like, these are black creators who are doing their thing to do something different. But then what they were doing was different. They're using a new method of delivery and it's quality. Yeah. Like, some of them jokes on um, Tony Baker and Friends and some of those jokes on Keep Your Distance. 
You want that like, hash brown from like, McDonald's? Look, the hash brown from McDonald's. When my man was uh, deciphering the lyrics, yeah, man, the one when the lady was talking about the um, vaccine, yeah, and she was like, she said, you don't ten know. years from now, you be your one eye closed, just, <laughs> yeah. just shut up, <laughs> one eye just closed right up, and then you walking backwards. backwards. She said, ten years to the day. That's what got me when she was like, you don't oh, know what's man. gonna happen. Ten years to the day, you just start walking backwards. <laughs> Man, I don't said that so Man, many times. Those jokes were hilarious. Those things were funny, and then like like the verses stuff, you know, watching them, watching it be an idea, go to a thing, yeah, then get you know put on Apple Music and Apple TV, and then being bought, you know, what I'm saying that's that's entrepreneurship and recognizing a gap or yeah a need that needs to be mm-hmm. filled and then filling it and then being rewarded for filling yep. it. Same thing for D Nice. Watching yep. him go from, you know, a respected DJ that, you know, we yeah, knew we knew to, you know, some somebody that the world now knows. The world knows who he is. You right. know what I'm saying? And and all that. All for doing stuff. stuff that he loved to do anyway. That he loved to do. He just got on the turntables. It was like, let me get on twenty four hours. You know what I'm saying? Straight up. So yeah, that's some of the good stuff that's come out of the, out of this, you know, year of quarantine. And then for us personally, yeah. we've had some wins coming out because again, being able to self reflect, work on some of the projects that we have brewing under yeah. the under the covers for a while, and really being able to pay attention and give some focus to them because we have removed all distractions. Yeah, helping the kids focus in on things that they're passionate about. about. Yeah, just... Um, our, you know, oldest, we said before, started a podcast based on her passion for learning about yep. um, African-American females. And mm-hmm. our little daughter um, really enjoys design, so getting her into, like, creating social media mm-hmm. posts. And, and, she and just our been son just really likes Lego, so he yeah. just, you know, play Lego. He just play Lego. But... Yeah. You know, just just those little things like, oh, let's go ahead and massage this talent. Yeah. So, because now we got time to focus on it. There's no distractions. Mm -hmm. What else are you gonna do with your day? Pairing up with other creative friends that we have Mm -hmm. and making these dope collections and creations. Yeah. Yep. And even even the long distance pairing up with families and friends at like valentine's day and stuff and and doing that whole thing that was super unique you know that that was a throwback to like the pen pal days right where you know you guys talking about the birthday party thing yeah no i'm talking about valentine's day when we sent the valentine's oh yeah we i don't think we ever talked about no no but you know that's that's pairing up with you know multiple families families across states like i think we sent them to georgia we had some family friends in georgia maryland maryland Delaware, Virginia. Yeah. Those four states that yeah. we just exchanged balance. The kids exchanged balance. Long distance. Yeah, long you know, distance. Old school, snail mail. Yeah, it was really cool. So that was that was really cool. You know, and that kind of ingenuity, you know, the whole idea that, uh, this, uh, what is it, necessity is the mother of invention. Yeah. No one really talks about who's the father of invention, <laughs> but I digress. But then, you know, that, that whole, you know, teaching kids that not everything has to be instant gratification. Like... Yeah, you're sitting here. You're making these Valentines. We're going to put these in the mail mm-hmm. and send them. And someone is going to put something in the mail and send to you. Mm-hmm. And when you get it, it's going to be just as special. Mm-hmm. And now you get to open this thing that just came in the mail for you. With your name on it. With yeah. your name on it. And mm-hmm. it's like, whoa, this is great, you mm-hmm. know. 
It was a, it was a really cool thing. So that was some of the great stuff that came out of this year. And then legit just even though we couldn't be with with our family, like we talked more with our family in the oh, yeah, past year. Oh yeah, that's what I was about to say. Yeah. Than we had in many yeah. years. And yeah. we granted we talk with our family a lot. Yeah. But we made it a point for yeah. a good seven months straight. Yeah, we had the family game nights. On Thursday nights, we had family game night. Yep, yep. I mean, we supported tons of black companies during that time, yep. too. Culture Tags Culture and Black Card Revoked and, mm-hmm. you know, and just playing games or just, you know, hey, look at these pictures I found and showing the pictures to everybody. Like, mm-hmm. oh, man, send me that. Text me that picture, yep. you know. But Culture Tags dope, though. Yeah, we're Culture about to play that fun. tonight, I think. But, um, yeah, because then you on Zoom, you share your screen. You play the video on the screen. Everybody gets to see it. You get to hear all the comments. Right. So, it's it was it was a lot of those kind of unique moments that I think um, have really been awesome. And yeah. that's before we even talk about the transformation of churches, yeah, to being online and all that kind of stuff. So I think I think all in all, um, again, outside of you know, I gotta acknowledge outside of the loss of life which is terrible and unfortunate, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The people who've passed away. Um, the, you know, the time that the world has had to sit and focus on some things gives us not necessarily a complete method to solve racial injustice, but at least it's been highlighted in a way that it was unavoidable. Like you couldn't ignore you it. You couldn't ignore it, right. You know what I'm saying? The same thing for trans communities and women equal pay stuff like this was a moment where sports and all the other yeah, things you literally had no distraction and right. you had to stare something in the face and and call it what it is yep. you know what i'm saying all those things uh, have been benefits but again the things that that are sad uh i guess collateral damage is not the right word but you know the loss of life People losing their jobs. Mm-hmm. You know, some of the companies that went bankrupt that were providing jobs. You know, those kind of things. You know, I am, I I do recognize that these other benefits didn't come without that cost. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so you got sure. the pandemic and then that was the cost of some of these innovations and other things that have come out of it that are good. But I do want to make sure that we recognize that that was the cost that was paid to to be able to have that moment of, you know, even if it's just semi-clarity, yeah. right? To really be able to see these things and look at these things and people innovate. But I think um, for us, that kind of sums up the, the year of isolation. What do you say? Yeah, I agree. Well, good. Well, good. Man, we we name dropped a lot of stuff, so we got a lot of stuff we're gonna put yeah, in the show notes because it, <laughs> it, it wouldn't be right if we didn't put it right. in the show notes. So you guys, if you did want to check any of this stuff out, you at least have the links to go check it out and, yeah. and support some of the things. So uh, this episode is gonna take a little bit longer to do the post processing. <laughs> uh, other than that, this has been great. Yeah, babe. Anything else you want to say before we go? No. I think this was a, a nice little sum up of the last year. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. And maybe maybe later in the net, later episode, we'll talk more granularly about our relationship specifically during the year. Sure. That sounds like a great follow-on episode. Well, fantastic. 
Well, thanks everyone. Thanks everyone for listening. Please don't forget to like um, our or follow our mm, social media mm-hmm. <laughs> Nine Seven Podcast. <laughs> um, Nine Seven Podcast on all of your platforms and. Um, Go ahead and get us, put us a comment in on on your favorite social media. I mean, your favorite podcasting streaming service. Yep. Like, please like, rate, and review. <laughs> share the podcast with three or four friends. And, yeah, and, share it, guys. And let them uh, give us some feedback uh, how we can make it better. Or any questions you have for us, that would be great. All right. Thanks, guys, for listening. Yep. Thanks, everyone. <laughs>